Yo Yoga Podcast. How was the practice for you, Madeline? Oh, that was intense. Gosh, really? Oh, so far for adjusting. It doesn't give any. It doesn't give very much room for adjusting your poses or not. <laughs> yeah, no, this class is. About letting someone else take your body on the right. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, and at first I thought, gosh, what is this for a 40th person? But I, at first I thought, oh, God, I'm not going to do all this. But eventually you, and he has a lot of sense of humor, so eventually I, yeah, if you, eventually if you can surrender, then it's, well, then it's, well, you really have no time to think about groceries or your child or, I don't know, it's very, yeah, well, that's the word, it's very intense. And then if you can surrender, then, yeah, well, then, um, then it's just only doing the postures. Oh, go a little deeper, do this, put your toes again, oh, God, okay. So um, if you would ask me the first half hour, I would say, gosh, this is nothing. This, this is nothing for me. But now, uh, doing the 90 minutes, I think, okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> and how do you feel? How do you feel now? Forget the class, confusing, hard. But how do you feel now? Well, it was strange because when uh, the music starts, God, I cry easily, but I had to cry. It's like a bit of, uh, I don't know. You put so much effort in it or something like that, that it's, I don't know, it feels, um, um, it feels if you have let go of things or something. It's a bit strange. I don't know if I can, if I can explain it very well, but it feels, um, I think it feels nice. That's, <laughs> That's afterwards. It's not during class. Then you cannot think at all. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so grateful that you shared that your heart opened. You know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because God... Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. Can okay. you feel from the whole experience of your weekend retreat? Oh, very nice. Um, well, um, I felt really that it was uh, uh, that um, you did an effort to make, look, you're in Thailand and I'm here, but um, although there's this distance and the classes are only on Zoom, it's very nice that, um, that you still feel connected. And um, uh, after this introduction conversation, it feels like uh, the introduction, go to the yin, and uh, to all the other classes, meditations, in all, all the themes are sort of um, weaving in. Can you say this in English? 
So it's flowing. I don't know. It suits everything. It's, it's very nice. Thank you very much. And yes, sometimes I don't get to see people like we are now. But your words on that element that it still felt connected is very grateful. Even for me, as I teach, obviously I teach and I record, but when I come to the mat and choose to the sense of connecting, even if no one will be there. And it's nice to hear that that feeling is not just in my head and for myself alone. No, it really feels, yeah, well, it's strange because I don't like Zoom at all. I find it very difficult. And um, I hate it also at my work when we have to do it. Um, but it really, yeah, really, I had a good feeling about it. It was really feeling like we were connected, although there's so much distance. So it's really nice. Really, also, I like very much the stories of, we talked about Ashtanga in the introduction, in the introduction conversation. And um, then you also took the Ashtanga part also in the, in the classes. So you're talking about Padabi Joyce and how that is developing or other old teachers. So yeah, I think very nice. Yes, I loved it very much. Awesome. And is there anything in particular you want to ask, you want to comment, you want to share to the rest of the universe? This will be um, oh, well, I don't know. There's always, I have always things to ask, so I don't know if that's the right place now. Um, it is. No, this is the right place. This is our social circle to be able to ask and to, and to share. And so, obviously, in other experiences, you can bring them and you can always reach to me in other fashion, but we are here right now, so this is the period for it. Yeah, well, well, there are other more specific questions, not like on the retreats, more like uh, on what we just did, the practice we just did. On, yes, yes, uh, yes. That's yeah. what I mean. Get the retreat now, ask anything you want about anything. Okay, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be in general on the retreat or something. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so the, the practice we just did, Gabe, mm -hmm. is all about surrendering to the voice, to the people, to, the, the, to this, this guy. He tells you what to do. You don't have to ask questions. He tells you what to do and you do it right now. <laughs> okay? Yeah? Correct. Right. Um, 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 well, uh, that's very different from Ashtanga where we learn to listen to our bodies, right? If, 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 uh, if uh, in Ashtanga something is difficult, uh, well, uh, my teacher says, oh, if uh, you try to, you have to try to work as hard as you can, but if you feel like you cannot, you can always do less. But that's not what he is talking about. <laughs> he says, go on, go a little bit further, do a little bit deeper, do <laughs> He said, um, uh, uh, well, I don't know. Is it, what is your opinion about it? Because 
um, you, um, well, now I'm not in his class, so I can, I can allow myself to do a little less. But if you're in his class, God, I would feel very watched and I would do it, I think. Everything says. What is it really that you, um, well, um, if Ashtanga and this Hot 26 come from the same thing, why is it that you are in Ashtanga you can adjust? And why don't you do this in, well, in this practice? That's a good question. And first, I need to say that. I'm the only person who sees that the Ha 26 and Ashtanga have the same principles. Many people in the Ha 26 think the Ashtanga is crazy and everyone in Ashtanga thinks the Ha 26 is crazy. So we'll say that. And why? From the Ha 26. They think the Ashtanga I'm sorry, sorry I can't can hear, hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Oh. You were answering my question, and it was maybe, but maybe I can hear you now. One second. But one now second. I can hear you. Now you're saying one second, I can hear you. But giving me the answer, then. You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you again. Yes. I don't know, maybe it's just for a few seconds or half a minute. Wait, I'm going to fix the internet. Oh, now I don't hear you anymore. Can you hear me now? Yes, now. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> internet problems. Yes. So what I would first started by saying is that the Ha 26 practice in the reality of modern life and Ashtanga practice, people think they're so different. I'm the only one, in my opinion, who, who thinks that they're both exactly the same. They share the same principles. They just have a different way of how they operate. The Ashtanga practice is operated in, you need to listen to your breathing. And you need to surrender to your breathing. It's not just listening to your breath. You have to surrender to the breath. Which means that if this is your first class, if it's your first time, you're gonna be very confused. And you could be very confused after years of practice, but you're learning by coming back and doing the same thing every time and surrendering. Yeah. Come to the other part in a second. In the Ha 26, you're, the voice is there. But again, if this is your very first time, it's hard to listen very well. And so there's all this stuff going on. The Bikram, the Ha 26 is also a practice that is designed to make everyone work together. And in the Ashtanga practice, 
we are practicing by ourselves, just me and my body. Yeah. So those differences seem to make people think that they're so different. But the Ashtanga practice has a breathing warm-up, sun salutation, so did the Bikram, the Ha 26. The Ashtanga has the same 20, the same standing poses. Yes, first standing pose and then sitting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Standing poses. Yeah. The real yoga, the real yoga, like we heard the words, but we don't hear it in Ashtanga. The real yoga is on the ground, not standing. Yeah. So, and then between each and every pose, there is a pause, there is a way to clean the slate. In the Shtanga, we do the jump back and jump through. Okay. So Here we turn around and lie down. Okay. Every pose in the Shtanga and in the Ha 26, every pose is designed to be there specifically to help you do the next pose. Okay. Yeah. So see, there's all this now, the things you asked about. When there's a lot of people, the words are trying to get you to tap into a quality inside that your head doesn't have. Your head is like, oh, I can't do it. And so if you listen to yourself, then you're gonna end up there. The words on the outside are like, do it, do it, do it. But it didn't say you have to do it. It's yeah. just, just trying to tap into it. And if you can't, well, you get stuck somewhere. You can't quote unquote, see it, but you're trying it. In Ashtanga, um, in Ashtanga, you're trying to do the same thing. You're not trying to, oh, I don't feel so good, I'll back off. That's not the idea. The no. idea is focus on your breath and do the best you can to do the pose as efficient as possible. Yeah. And if, if, it, if, it, if you're not looking like the person next to you or the picture, well, so what? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. See the difference. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. Um, of course, after a class, like in a conversation, if someone says, Oh, so well, let me step back for a moment. The Ha 26 is the dialogue, it's the same words every time. The same words mean that when you come back the next day or the next day or the next day, you'll fall into this meditation. Or you'll fall into a habit, and then I can catch you that you're in a habit. Like a shtanga. Well, yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Or you're in a habit. You're just, oh, I've done it yesterday. I'm just going to do the same thing again. Yeah. You know, I have a yoga class that's popular. It's called Bikyasa. It's a fusion of the principles of a shtanga with the movement and sun citation. And the Ha 26. Because, and there's music. And there's silence. And all of that, the poses, the words, they're trying to throw you, the student, off. I'm trying to help you learn that you can find peace. You can find this place inside that is peaceful, even though there's music, even though there's words, even though there's all these weird poses. That's the real yoga. But I do need to make you work. I do need to make the body work. I need to activate the nervous system. So even if you just lie down for the whole class. So here's a beautiful story. It's real. So a woman named Mary Jarvis, 
started with the Bikram, with yoga, hot 26 practice. And then one day, she got hit by a truck. And so she was laid on in bed. She couldn't move. And the doctors did not know if she could ever move again. And she was rather depressed and she was at home and she started to remember what her teacher Bikram told her. You just have to listen. I didn't tell you to do it. I'm telling the body, the, the inside of your body to do it. You do what you can with your outside body. And when you can do it, then you realize, oh, wow, every time you say to do it, I'm doing, which means that you see that you were not giving as much as you could because I told you to squeeze and you squeezed more. That shows you, that shows you, the student, immediately that there is a part of you that is deeper than what you thought who you were. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that means that you immediately realize, oh, I'm more than who I think I am. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's say, like Mary Jarvis, I really can't. I, I can't move anything. I'm, I'm, I'm lying down. I can't move. I can move. I walk, but I can't. But then the idea was, wait, I'm talking to a different quality of you. I'm not talking to this quality. I'm talking to that other quality that you just realized you saw because you can move and you move more each time. So she comes to the class and she lies there and she listens. Serious? Oh, wow. She really when you listen, yeah. when you listen and you do inside, your nervous system is doing, then something is doing. And she comes every day and she comes every day. And after a few months, she starts moving. And today she is healed. Oh, wow. Oh, but Gabe, that's a bit the same. We talked, we talked about, when we were texting, we talked about these doctors. Uh, God, I don't know their names anymore. But the doctors that did um, investigation uh, on patients who, who are in the psychosis. You don't, you don't remember, and, you, and I said one of these doctors had a, had a very, um, well, very complicated life, but he was doing the same thing. He, he, was, he was also, he had his disease. I, don't, I can't remember exactly because I read the story, but I'm not sure what, he, what, uh, what happened to him. But he, he had something which made him unable to, to move good or to walk. You remember? Right. Oh, yeah? Okay. And he also told his body that he can do it. It was stupid like that, or not? Correct, exactly. It's exactly the same thing. So the name of the person is Milton Erickson, yes. who had polio. And it wasn't that he was talking to himself, he was watching his sister. And as he's watching his sister learning to move, because she's a baby, she's learning to walk, he is doing the movements in his head. He's not talking to himself, he's doing it. And he realized that, wait, the doctor said I was going to die at a young age, but I died much later. They said I would never walk again. While he always walked with a limp, but he realized that there's a quality inside of us that's deeper than what we tend to understand. And we can understand it in our head. It's not with our thoughts we understand it. 
So yes, the Ha 26 is vocabulary. You get words someone else is giving you. And that's why it's hard. I believe that for many people who do a Ha 26 and they go to other classes that the teacher doesn't get this. The teacher doesn't understand this part. That I'm using words not to make you think. I'm using words to go beyond your own thinking mind, like squeeze, push, go. Not, oh, and maybe you do more. Well, now I'm thinking, maybe I don't, you know what, whatever. Uh, that wasn't the right vocabulary, which doesn't provide the same effect. That happens a lot in the dialogue yoga environment, where yoga teachers don't realize that the way they're talking is triggering thinking and not triggering action. I'm not trying to have you think. I'm trying to do, make you do. Yeah, 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 okay, yes, yeah, yeah. And in Ashtanga, the same. In Ashtanga, we, we have to breathe. And the idea in Ashtanga is not to learn all the poses in one day, but to rather learn how to breathe and what movement is happening with the breath. And then learn to listen that when you breathe, oh, wow, my body is doing something that I didn't think I could do. And when you stand in a pose for five breaths and you really just breathe, not think, then you're watching that, wow, the inhale just made my body go more. And now yes. my exhale made me go more. Yes. Right? So suddenly it changes what you said in the beginning. It's not about backing off. But rather, it's about observing. And yes, I might, I might, I might have an injury, or I might wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And as I start to move, I feel that I can't move like I did yesterday. Who cares? But I move. But again, Ashtanga is not moving, moving, moving. I move into the pose, and I stay in the pose. And now I'm not trying to think about should I go deeper. I should think about can I breathe. And the breath will move me. Okay. Does that make sense? Does that connect to the question you asked? Yes, very. And also very strange that we had, we talked about this doctor and um, I don't know, that it all fits together. That you're telling the story of this woman who comes to class. Really also that she's, wow, I think, when you're doing this, when you feel like I cannot move, but I just go to class. Oh, wow. I will never complain about, <laughs> about uh, uh, when I have physical problems. Okay. Thank you. That, that's the power of a dialogue class. And it's hard, I can't, I can't, again, I, it's hard for me to say in this context if other people watch this, that if you go to any yoga class, I believe that we are in a culture today that is skewed just because I have a piece of paper, just because I can do all this handstand and headstand and arm balances, and I'm a yoga teacher. But I don't understand this, and I tell other people to come and it's going to help you, it's going to heal you. But, but wait, it's like telling someone that I have, I'm, I'm going to cook for you, and the food I'm going to make for you will be good for you. And then I come to your house and you ordered out and we're eating some pizza and french fries and burgers. Now that might be tasty and it might be fulfilling in the moment, but that's not gonna nourish me. 
So there's a difference between nourishment, and again, some people can take a shtanga or the hot one six and feel like, wow, that was disgusting. I don't like green juice, I don't want to drink it. But there are certain things that if you do them over time will nourish you, and certain things that if you do them over time will not nourish you, and might have, might have felt really nice right now, or might have felt really disgusting right now, because you have this desire for sweetness. And yes, that's why I like this recording. This particular teacher, his name is Bikram. Bikram is a human being, is a disgusting person. The things he does to human beings is not very nice. But as a yoga teacher, what we just heard, he's, he's funny, he's relating, he's listening, he's connecting. Now that's the dialogue. Now, I have a dialogue class that when I teach my students how to become a good yoga teacher, we focus on these qualities. But a lot of yoga teacher trainings don't have this in terms of, I'm going to stand here and talk. If you're talking and you don't understand sequencing, then it's like, it's, it's like going to McDonald's. And I'm glad that you offered something that you think is tasty. But your yoga students don't have the ability to give you the right feedback on yeah. whether what you're giving them is correct or not. Yes, but I was also surprised, well, um, that sometimes you can be a teacher if I do, um, well, I don't want to be a teacher, so let that be clear, but um, when you, you, can, you can do an education for 100 hours or something, or 200, and then you can be, then you have a piece of paper and it says that I'm a yoga teacher, right? It's but then you have to learn. Like, again, like to stand up, like this class, notice there wasn't like the teacher was just talking, right? Yeah, just talk. I'm a yoga teacher. They talk. Okay, good. The fact that there's 200 hours or 400 hours or more or less, that's secondary in terms of learning how to talk and communicate well. But then that's again, if I give you a dialogue and I tell you, look, this is a good dialogue, I know because I worked hard. That's different. And what I think what you're touching on is in today's culture, you have a yoga teacher that may have spent two or five years teaching, teaching someone else to teach, but they never really spent time to really know. Yes, it's not personal experience. You know, yeah, you have to. In order to know what yoga is, you have to, you have to have a, a good teacher yourself, and you have to experience. And I don't know a lot of things you can't learn in two hundred hours. You have to, in order to talk right, you have to also. We're just gonna look look at a dialogue type class, the hot twenty six and the shanga. If you're trying to make your own type of sequences, then you, I, yes, you're very right. So the whole new modern world of yoga where I'm just gonna do what I feel like. And it's like, okay, well, you don't have the skill yet. That's like telling my son that after 200 hours, he knows how to play the piano and now go teach other people to play the piano. And you just do whatever you want, just hit whatever notes. That's yoga today. Compared to Ha 26, no, these are the poses. Don't change them. 
Why are you changing the poses? These were already designed to fix you. Yeah. I did not teach you to go make new poses. I taught you how to communicate this. I taught you how to communicate about this. The same with Ashtanga. This is the posture. This is how we do it. This is how the breath is in the pose. Doesn't take a rocket science to understand that. But well, it does require a much deeper understanding if you're trying to veer off the these patterns, which I agree with you. I don't think that most people have enough skill or understanding on how to mix the yoga experience, which cannot happen in 200 hours. It's like a musician. You become a great musician, not in a short period, but because you play the music and you engage with the music and you engage in it across a long period of time. Yes. Before you right. can teach, you have to live it and you have to practice every day and you have to, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think so. I, I don't know, but yeah, okay. And you should be given, you should be given a recipe that already works. Yeah. This hot 26, the reason we, I share it and the reason we played and this, we did it this end of the retreat because yes, notice as you experienced, there was a heart opening that happened there. The words we hear in the background, I'm just going to say again, you know, like you pointed out, if you do camel, if you do cobra, locust, full locust and, and bow, then you don't have to chase love. Love will chase you. You open yourself back then. If you're, someone can take away your peace. If yes. someone can make you angry. Then you are your user. Yeah, you said that. Yes, I, 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 heard, I heard it. Yes. Yeah. And so we take everything that we looked at this weekend about, wait, what you were looking is here. Why were you looking out? And so we have this closure for our weekend retreat. Yeah. However, the 26 poses were developed for Bikram, the man who was teaching. Yeah. When he was younger, when his knee was shattered, when he was working with weights, someone dropped a weight on his knee and, it, and the doctor, the Western doctor, told him he won't walk again, not, not correctly. His teacher, a man named Bishnagosh, so we'll... This man right here. Okay. Vishnu Bosch. His teacher, Vishnu Bosch, who is the brother of a man named Yogananda, who is very famous in the spiritual, philosophical yoga world for the book that he wrote, Autobiography of a Yogi. Vishnu Bosch was a master yogi and a bodybuilder. He was Bikram's teacher from when Bikram was a very small boy. So when he heard that Bikram's knee was shattered and that he was depressed and the doctors told him that he will not walk again, Vishnu Gosh told him, come home, but he was in a different part of India. Come home and I will fix you. And he, he gave them these 26 poses and made them do them every day Precisely focusing on, you have to do it like I tell you. And after almost a year, he could start moving the legs, sit in lotus, and today he's walking and doing whatever he wants. Oh, okay. Once Bikram's knee was better, 
they together, Vishnu Ghosh and Vikram, went to the hospital in the city of Calcutta. And they shared these 26 pose sequence recipe. And they helped tremendous amount of people in the hospital. So then Vishnu Ghosh told Vikram, go to the West, go to Europe and go to America and share this because the people in the West need to be healed. They need to be healed physically, they need to be healed emotionally and mentally. And so Bikram only teaches these hot 26 poses. That's why it's called, usually it's called Bikram yoga. But the hot 26, the 26 is given to him to heal him. Wow. And now we give a couple of other stories of other people that he healed. And I have a tremendous amount of other stories. Oh, wow. So that means that it's like, wait, that's a good recipe. Why are you messing with it? I have a lot of great stories about Ashtanga, the primary series, healing people. Wow. But it's just a lot more complicated. And it's not so easy to do it as a led dialogue class because Ashtanga really is not about listening outside. Listening inside. inside. Yes. Yeah, okay. So for healing, sometimes um, one practice fits better than the other. It's not like some, what someone needs, maybe. Can I say that? Yes, you can, but it depends on your desire, right? Like, do you want to listen outside? Are you, do you want, or do you want to learn to listen inside? You decide which direction you go. And can you do, um, uh, uh, is it possible to do two practices? Like when you do Ashtanga in the morning and you decide, um, well, not to do it every day, that's too difficult, but maybe um, you do two times a week, the 26. Is that strange? Can you do that? Or you say, no, you do the 26, it is for every day. Up to you. I, again, I, I am not a person who likes to listen to people who don't speak well. So even in hot 26 classes, sometimes you have to go to take a class. And this class is very efficient. But there's other yoga teachers that even though it's a dialogue, they don't want to say the dialogue. And then you realize, okay, you know, you got me in my head and now I'm annoyed. And I know it was 26 poses, but it's not just about the poses. It's also about the way you communicate. So I'm going to say that first. However, there are periods that I will challenge myself to do. The 26th is a class that you can do every day. You never need a day off like a Ashtanga, we have a day off. It's seven days a week. So if you, if you choose only, um, if you say, I only do the whole 26th, then it's seven days a week, really? Because in Ashtanga, they say you have a resting day because the practice is, um, well, Pretty demanding, I can say. So you have you need a day for rest. But a hot 26. One second, one second. Now I'm gonna bring you back to the introduction. We start by telling a brand new student that the practice is demanding, there's a lot, you need a day off. But the day off is not because of the demands on the body that eventually you can manage. The day off is to pay attention to the cosmic relationship. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, okay, forgot, okay. Okay, okay. But um, 
In the Ha 26, it's a very physical practice. The Ha 26 is where the world, the yoga, modern yoga world, got the idea of 30 day challenges. Sorry, 30 days. Uh, what did you say? Challenge yourself to do it every day for 30 days. Okay. So the Ha 26 is a practice that you can do every day. Vikyasa, which is based on the Ha 26, is a practice you do every day. I know many practitioners that like to say, I'm on day 100, I'm on day 300 and something, meaning they have, they have challenged themselves to show up to class every day for almost a year or more. Now with modern technology and the fact that we have a recording that you can do it at home and you can do it every day. So going back, I am an Ashtangi. I practice my sword daily, but there will be times in the year that I will say, you know what? I want to do a 30-day challenge also. Oh, okay. And then I will do my practice like I did today. Mm -hmm. And then I will do a 26. And if the yoga teacher is actually as aware as this yoga teacher and aware I mean they understand that the reason there's a dialogue is to tap beyond my thinking yeah. my action mm -hmm. so I can use the right vocabulary active vocabulary I have a way of bridging the bigger picture why am I doing why I'm doing yeah. and I have a way of being humorous yeah if that teacher if I can find that kind of a teacher I will go to that teacher over and over again. Yeah. It's just that in my life experience, I have only met two teachers until I saw this recording that were like that. Okay. And I take a lot of Bikram classes. Oh, wow. And even though it's a dialogue, and it's an amazing dialogue, it's, it's, it's surprisingly how it's active vocabulary, takes you out of your head. Yeah. It is expansive. It talks to you about why you do what you do, what's the benefits of the pose, and why the bigger picture. And it's funny. Yeah. The dialogue, meaning here, a dialogue. There you go, like a script. If you're an actress or an actress, memorize the script, you'll be the best yoga teacher. Yeah. And yet, for whatever reason, if you're going to go to a Ha 26 class, they won't say the dialogue, they won't be this concise, they won't talk about the bigger picture, and they won't be funny. And then you're like, okay, I'll just do my shtanga. I don't need to listen to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I see. Okay. Wow, thank you. Thank you. That was, that was a really awesome question and awareness about the differences in the interaction and allowing us to look into deeper on this ability of communication. And communication for me as I get older becomes even more and more powerful. That's why I do look at people like um, James and Erickson um, about people who are aware that, wait, there's a different communication I can have that will tap me into my inner power. And while they're not yogis, they are considered to be James from the um, behavioral psychology. And I went to psychology and sadly, no one ever taught me about it. And Mike Milton Erickson, who is the father of neurolinguistic psychology, 
which is NLP, and I never learned about it in my psychology courses. So even though these two figures never came from yoga, they were trying to help the world understand the power of better vocabulary. Yes. And they developed a totally different field that you might bring into the yoga world, but you gotta know about them. And then, you know, that's not yoga training. I try to bring them in my yoga training, but that's again, that's, that's my training. That's, that's not the trainings I received. But my very, very first yoga teacher in my yoga teacher training, again, I came to yoga with Patanjali Sutras. Yeah. And so there was no poses and I had to, and there's all these interpretations and Patanjali is very concise. And then you get different people's opinions on that concisement. And then you gotta practice it. You gotta yeah. practice feeling, oh, wow, my thoughts are there. It's not so easy to stop my thoughts. That's not gonna ever happen also. Yeah. But I keep reading and I like the ideas and I like this field and I like the philosophy and I like the stories. So I am personally engaged, yes. which in the yoga tradition, we have a word for that. It's called svadhyaya. Knowledge. Svadhyaya means self-knowledge, exactly. It's part of Ashtanga, the eight limbs. Yeah. It is a niyama. Yeah. In fact, Patanjali in the second book, starts his second book with a very beautiful sentence. In Sanskrit, it sounds like this. Tapaha svadhyaya ishvara pranidhanani kriya yoga. The English translation is enthusiasm tapahas, svadhyaya self-knowledge. Um, not self-knowledge, um, self-education. Self-education, oh, self-education. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. Self-education. And Ishwara have faith that this quality of oneness, that this quality of something larger than us actually exists. Enthusiasm, self-education, Faith in that knowledge, faith in that quality of oneness. These three together is yoga in action. These three are the last three in the niyamas, the second limb of Ashtanga. Which he will talk about in the 28th sentence of the second book. He starts by saying, look, if you want to do yoga in action, it's simple. Be enthusiastic. What does enthusiasm mean? When you get on the mat, be happy. Do it. Yeah. What is self-education? Well, self-educate. Yeah, don't, don't, don't just go read about what, 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 is, what is earth and what is and how do I learn. Read about other people who have this awareness. And then have faith that, wait, this idea that we are one, that's not just an idea. It's not just some far-fetched um, neurophysics idea or some hippie um, weird generation. It's it's actually it's actual. Like the feeling of a bottle in your water, like the sun on your skin. It's a real experience. Yeah. Notice it's not that easy to keep these three qualities daily in our lives, is it? No. <laughs> So Patanjali says these three qualities is yoga in action. Not, oh, I can do a handstand, oh, I can do a handstand, oh, I'm in Ashtangi, oh, I'm a Bikram, oh, I'm in a Yangar, oh, I'm a Vinyasa, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
Well, then we are where we were at the beginning. It's not about the post. It's not about you can jump back or jump through or... But, um, yeah, okay. Very clear, yes. And now that we know it's not about all of that, hopefully as we finish the retreat, it helps us to stabilize on this Valentine day, stabilize, oh wow, everything I was seeking is here. I don't need to fall in love outside. I can really let go of all those ideas. I should still do them. Of course, you should hug your kids and hug your friends if you can and your lover and you should, and you should go and try to eat healthy and you should do things for other people and you should live life and you should try to make money and you should try to have happiness and joy materialistically. But if you think that those things outside is going to make you calm inside, then hopefully from this weekend and from practices in this conversation, we're able to let go of that idea yeah. and recognize, oh, I have it here. And from here, I can now go share those things. Yeah. And so I really thank you for being here and taking part in this and being part of the social circle. And it is, as we discovered, it's a practice to come back to the self-awareness. Yeah. And whether we do it on the yoga mat with the shtanga, whether we do it with Hot 26 or Vinyasa, enjoy your practice. Enjoy whatever you're doing. I'm not judging that. If you're trying to heal your body, if you're trying to fix your body, then you may want to relook at what you're doing if you're not achieving the results you want. But if you're just trying to enjoy and connect, then whether you do it on the mat, whether you do it walking, whether you do it running, whether you do it chanting, that's the real yoga, the connection. And this, like you said, and I'm so grateful that you shared it in that way, that even though we're on Zoom and far away, you felt that we were connected. Yes, definitely. Oh, Gabe, thank you. It was really nice, really. Likewise. So go, I hear your kids in the background over there. I hope you have yes. a wonderful day with them. And hopefully you feel awake and revived now that you have this practice. Yes. And I'm going up. ice skating. Nice. Have yes. a great time. I'm going to go jump in the ocean. So you go. <laughs> what a difference about, uh, <laughs> about living in different life. You're going in the ocean and I'm going on a frozen, uh, on a frozen uh, water. You're going and on the ice, I'm going in the water. Yes. But they're both different qualities of the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So from my heart to yours. Till next time. And to anyone who's watching our replay, hopefully that served you as well. And namaste. Namaste.